0: Welcome to another episode of There's a System to This Madness podcast. I am your host, Osaze Shabazz. Today is November 27th. Happy Thanksgiving. We are now officially... I have to keep reiterating that because I have this pet peeve about people starting the Christmas holiday early. It's like now, it seems like they start Christmas... Right after Labor Day, all the other holidays get passed by, and you start seeing Christmas decoration and all this type of stuff up in stores and whatnot. See, I'm, I'm a child of the 60s. Christmas officially started at the Thanksgiving Day Parade in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, where the last float was santa claus and that ushered in the coming of the christmas holiday which far as i'm concerned the first friday or as it has been deemed black friday that's a joke too but either way that is considered the christmas holiday season that is when you supposed to put up your decorations, get your eggnog on and your Christmas chipmunk music and all this good stuff. So hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Again, now it is the holiday Christmas season. So let the games begin. Mad rushing to the store, spending all your money, turning your pockets out. Hopefully this COVID virus is Gonna have a new twist of the holiday. Maybe it'll make people focus on more important things in their lives, like just being alive, you know, taking the time to think about your loved ones, you know, being blessed that if you had no family members that have succumbed to the virus, pray for those families that have. This is what this time of year. Is for. Hopefully, maybe the virus will bring that out with people. But either way, let's get into these these news items. The GSA has finally released the resources for making the transition for the Biden administration to move forward. A letter was written by Miss Emily Murphy, who is a Trump appointee to now receive the, I guess, go forth. And pretty much she received permission from Donald Trump to do this. I mean, you know, yeah, she's supposed to be her own entity, but, you know, who believes that bullshit? She pretty much was waiting for Donald Trump to... Say, hey, yeah, go ahead Because the Republican Personnel They're telling Trump Hey dude, come on You're you killing us You lost If you want to still tweet every day I won the election He can say that shit for the next five years But guess what January 20th His ass is gone Plain as day if anything, he better start getting his his shit together because as soon as he leave office, they coming after him, and he knows it. So he's sitting there playing this 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 dumb role about I'm gonna convince the numbers to change. You know, you know, like here in Georgia, these motherfuckers are counting the ballots for a third time. For a third time. And it keeps coming up the same numbers. You know, he's he's spending money in Wisconsin instead of having the whole state of Wisconsin do a recount. Now he's focusing on different counties. It's, you know, I don't under... I don't understand. I thought I understood the civics of the voting process, but I, I, I missed something because I always felt that secretaries of states, once they put their stamp on the election results, is done. I don't, I don't get why states are even going through this. I didn't, I didn't realize that a president can contest an election and just keep states counting and counting and counting. I mean this this is this is a trip. But you know, hey should we expect anything less from this? You know, I mean and then here here go another Republican, Miss Murphy, pretty much saying that she pretty much started receiving death threats that no matter which way she went, she was going to be, you know, condemned basically by her own party, her own people. So, you know, hey, do your job. That's a joke. But you know, one of the things I always, you know, I was talking about civics. I wish there was a way that we could see in a courtroom when the lawyers for Donald Trump are arguing and pleading their case for the justification of having votes overturned. Because... You have to realize it's one thing for an individual to say, I want a hearing. And then you go before a judge and that individual, those individuals will hire lawyers. And the first thing that judge is going to say. To the lawyers. You know, and I I could picture it looking like this the judge is going to turn to the lawyers and state to them that are you members of the bar and those lawyers, you know, 99.9 chance they're going to say yes. So when that judge is going to start making his questions centered around that statement, the judge is going to say something like as members of the bars, are you indicating that you Claim this did not happen. And those lawyers have to say yes or no. It's not a filler question. It's yes or no. That judge is going to say, are you as members of the bars indicating that this did not happen? And before that judge, they have to say. Yes or no Did not happen Because if they do Lie that's perjury, And then they could be disbarred So you know Which Which is why It's hard for the Trump Administration To find Credible upstanding Lawyers except for you know Of course Rudy Giuliani Because you know this guy this guy has no morals. He's, he realized that once Trump leaves, he's done. You know, not to change the subject real quick. People forget Giuliani was washed up. He was a has been as mayor of New York. The best thing that happened to Rudolph Rudy Giuliani was the 9-11. If we did not have September 11th, there would be no Rudy Giuliani. That horrific incident is what saved him. And 20 years later, he has milked that situation into a lucrative career to the point where he is now pretty much He is at the bottom of the gutter and this is his last chance because you got to realize all these individuals in the Trump administration. Once he leaves, that's it. There's nobody going to do. Yeah. You know, what? I don't even think Fox News is going to take these people. You know, there's rumor that Trump can start his own television show, but I, I just I don't I don't see that happening. I really believe Donald Trump is pretty much going to disappear. I truly believe. I believe he's going, he'll probably leave his wife and kid behind. Yeah, you know, he's, he's getting ready to do all these pardons. And it's going to be strategic because he's going to pardon individuals that can pretty much give him his seed money so that he can t- continue fighting his legal issues because you gotta realize they're chomping at the bits the state of New York is first in line you got banks around the world that are indicating that Trump owes a hella a lot of money and he don't have this money you know people like to say yeah he's a billionaire he's really a billionaire if you liquidate All his assets. But if the government sees. Those assets. The government is the billionaire. On the behalf of. Donald J. Trump. But I digress. I got off on a tangent. But pretty much. When a judge asks a lawyer. Hey. As a member of the bar. Are you indicating these things did not happen? That lawyer has to say yes or no so when you say things like are you saying as member of the bar that these election procedures were not conducted properly that lawyer has to answer your honor we do not have any proof that there was any foul play because if you don't if you say we believe that foul play happened You have to give that judge immediately that information. See, somebody like Giuliani, Donald Trump, they'll go before a judge without information and still go around saying the election was rigged, the election was stolen. A judge is going to say, as a member of the bar, do you have proof that this election was rigged? And the an upstanding lawyer is going to stand before the judge and say, your honor, we do not. And the judge is going to throw that case out. So, the, you know, of course, the question would be, why, why are we doing this in the first place? It's about grandstanding. The sad part is all of this grandstanding is not only just a waste of time. It's a waste of money. These processes are not free. Each time the state of Georgia is ordered to do this recount, yeah, they receive money, some money, because to my understanding, I don't know which elections actually have to be paid by the state of Georgia. I don't know which elections have to be paid by the federal government, but it goes back and forth. It really don't matter because it's taxpayer dollars. You know, and it's, you know, I'm going to sit there and say, oh, you wasted my taxpayer dollars. Like, you know, pretty much like I'm going to get a check at the end of the year that says, oh, well, we didn't spend all the money on um, the recounts. So here's, here's your slice. Nah, yeah, come on now. Shit. It don't work like that. But either way, pretty much, it is not a free process. And this is, It's a tremendous waste of time. And then, you know, when our secretary of state, who is a Republican, and he too has been receiving death threats. But now, you know, he says Lindsey Graham made a call or somebody from Lindsey Graham's phone number made a call. Because I'm sure Lindsey Graham is not stupid enough to make a call in person. Can you imagine Lizzie, Lindsey Graham trying to disguise his voice? But, you know, you trying to proposition the Georgia Secretary of State to get him to throw out votes and wait. You got to believe that the story is true, because out of all the Republican senators, why would they choose Lindsey Graham? Now, Lindsey Graham, probably his whoever called for him, did not probably say it that way. In fact, Lindsey Graham got on TV and said. uh, It was an inquiry that was made about how it should be done. But let's come on. We know damn well in that conversation Somewhere, Lindsey Graham was like, hey, you do this and we will do this for you. You can get this if you do that. And, you know, I mean, Lindsey Graham, of course, he's a Republican senator from South Carolina. He really don't have any power over the secretary of state. He don't have really power over the Secretary of State in South Carolina, much less the Georgia in Georgia. I mean, hell, I got more power over the Secretary of State of Georgia than Lindsey Graham does. But it's just, it's the desperation. And if we thinking that this is some shit, oh, you wait. Because Georgia has the honor and the privilege of having two United States Senate races. And if they can get both those senators in Washington, oh my God. Lindsey Graham and everybody knows that they're done. They're done. That's all, that's all the Democrats need is that crack. They're foot in the door. So much can happen. So much can change if the Democrats... Get those seats. It's, it's, you know, you, 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 you see the handwriting on the wall. It's like, do people not understand the changes that will be made if those two senators are sent to Washington? You know, another stimulus package will be sent. The individuals that Joe Biden will want to have for his cabinet positions, they will be nominated and confirmed. It won't be just people that Joe Biden has to say, let me find somebody that will appease both sides. No, he could say, I want this person. And the Senate is going to say. You can have this person. It's a done deal. That's going to make a world of a difference to have people beside you that you know that you really 100% want beside you versus people that you will have beside you that you just realize, I got to get them through. I got to get this going. And then the COVID virus situation the commission, the panels, the doctors. All this will be affected if there's a Democrat-led government. It's not saying that the country is going to run smooth because it's going to be a lot of fixing. But at the same time for Joe Biden, his his first 100 days, I would say his his first two years in office, he pretty much just got to just go on a hey, you know, we going to put ourselves back in our rightful place as leader of the world. Whereas Trump model was the United States first, which people do not understand. Again, you do not understand. You can't you can't have property Throughout the world and then say, I'm just going to going to focus on my side of the world. I'm going to focus only on my country. What happens to your other property? What happened to the maintenance of that property? What happened to the people that are maintaining their property? You just cut them off. You don't do that. You know, situation with Puerto Rico. You know, it's like, OK, I'm just going to cut them off. And Puerto Rico, shit, that's part of the United States. But again, when you are appeasing a simple group of people and they believe everything you say without reading, you could do that. I mean, the thing is with this this country has to be put back in his place as the leader of the free world we lost that and in my opinion the goal of individuals like putin in these communist countries their sole purpose was to have somebody like trump see people kept thinking that it was to control him I don't think it was ever to control him or to take over or to have Trump just to fully implement laws that would favor them. Their goal really was to disrupt the reputation. Because anybody that know anything of you, one of my favorite books, the 48 Laws of Power, one of the laws state guard your reputation with everything, you guard it with your life. The reputation of the United States has been severely damaged. And that was the purpose of Putin. That was his sole reason. He felt that you put somebody in there like Trump and he starts disrupting democracy from day one. The United States only. A certain minority group of people. Focus on pulling. The United States. Out of certain. Conflicts. Disrupt the relationship. With China. All of this stuff. Was to put the United States. Out of the position. Of being the leader of the free world, all of this was about disrupting and tarnishing the reputation of the United States. But to me, it's 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 a process. It's the saying that it's like smearing manure on a tree. Yeah, the tree is going to smell, but that manure is going to make it stronger. Now with that, I hope that the Democrats can get those two seats in a Senate and you're going to see a transaction that will take place in this country and you're going to rise right back to that superpower status. I believe even even if the two individuals in Georgia lose. I still believe, and the 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 Republicans control the Senate. There's still going to be just the concept of having a Democratic House and a the Democrat running the White House. You're going to see a difference. You're going to see things happening. And if it means that you got to get to the midterms and people see for themselves, okay, we got to we got to vote because my hope would be that if. If the candidates for the Senate leave or lose, excuse me, if they lose, then from there, individuals will start getting themselves ready to run against individuals that are up for reelection in two years and they could use everything that those senators voted against that would help the country. And there's no doubt in my mind from that point of view, they'll they'll regain the Senate. Yes. You want to see it happen in January, but it might be, it might be two years, but at the same time, the reputation of the United States regaining is, leader of the free world that's gonna happen that's that really it's already happening so the plan that putin and his his entourage without a doubt it was a good plan because it was the typical classic theory you don't try to attack from the outside you attack from the inside they put the perfect person in there and that person did everything in their power to disrupt this country. And I, believe, I truly believe if he would have got a second turn, because people keep, people keep forgetting 75 million people voted for Donald Trump. That still blows my mind. 75 million people. Though Joe Biden, you know, pretty much with the Electoral College, he really won by a landslide. But you still gotta realize there's seventy-five million people. And that was an increase from 2016. 75 million people voted for Donald Trump. And I'm and I'm not gonna sit here and say, yeah, there were businesses that voted, but I mean, come on, well we're, we're talking about five percent, even if it's ten percent. But the rest were people that did not benefit in no way, shape, or form? They because the benefit from Trump's tax tax loopholes, you had to make at least two hundred fifty thousand dollars. You think these hillbillies were making that? No, I guarantee the percentage of Trump supporters probably. of them 70% of that 75 million did not make that type of money. So the question is what what was their objectives for voting for him? That rhetoric that hatred that he was spewing it made them feel safe it made them be able to stick their head out of their little gopher hole and be able to breathe and express how they truly felt. And they loved it. The only problem is, you know, yeah, like this old saying goes, once you let the genie out of the bottle, it's hard to put that bitch back in. But guess what? They're gonna get back in that bottle. You got to stomp down, squeeze them in, push down, take a hammer, whatever. You're going to put them back in that bottle. Now, some of them, they're going to fight, but they don't realize. People going to fight to put them back. But, you know, we'll wait and see. Again, Merry Christmas, officially. That's my, my account of that holiday. But anyway, this has been another episode of There's a system to this madness. I am Osazé Shabazz. As always, love to hear your feedback, your questions, your disagreements with me, your agreements with me. Want to hear it all. Until next time, stay safe. God bless. Hope is coming. You all take care.